Welcome, everyone. This is a Council of Institutional Investors Educational Podcast. I'm Jeff Mahoney, General Counsel of CII. I'm here today with Shiva Rajgopal, the Kester and Burns Professor at Columbia Business School at Columbia University. Professor Rajgopal is the co-author of a recent research paper entitled Returns to Seeking Political Influence, Early Evidence from the COVID-19 Stimulus. Welcome back, Professor. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Professor, what was your motivation for writing a research paper on political influence, and, and what were the key findings from your research that would be of interest to long-term investors? So I got intrigued by this topic because uh, uh, you know, the, the SEC uh, Commissioner Gary Gensler mentioned this as one of his priorities. And I've been noodling about this topic for a while uh, because my hunch was that you know, a dollar of uh, uh, investment in political influence seeking is perhaps much more profitable for a company than anything else, whether it's CapEx or uh, R&D or SGNA or, you know, take your pick. But it's a tricky problem to go after because there are no disclosures. So as of now, uh, companies don't have to show us their contributions to political parties, PACs, 527 groups, which are basically PACs or uh, money paid to trade associations, social welfare organizations, you know, money paid to influence ballot measures. None of that is required to be disclosed. So we scraped some data from all kinds of sources uh, and tried the, to do the best we could to recreate what that expenditure might look like. And then we tried to assess what the payoffs might look like. Now, not only are the uh, various sources of uh, expenditure somewhat murky, the sources of payoffs are also pretty murky, you know, because a lot of the payoffs may simply show up as uh, blocking competitors or, you know, some other, uh, you know, implicit action, which may be very profitable for the lobbying company. And how do you pick that up? Because, you know, a lot of the payoffs are not necessarily in immediate dollars. So we have two settings in the paper. For, to look at immediate dollars, we look at the CARE Act and look at the stimulus uh, that was given away to various parties. The nice thing about looking at the CARE Act is that it's a pure giveaway. So unlike TARP, which was supposed to be a loan repayment, there's no such thing here. So it's a nice setting. And we document very strong statistical associations between people who seek political influence in one of the four ways I mentioned. And they're... Uh, you know, various stimulus uh, receipts under the CARE Act. Uh, but that's a limited setting. I was more interested in the bigger question of what, what is the payoff to a dollar of political uh, influence seeking? And for that, we look for statistical associations between a company's future earnings under the assumption that this will show up in future earnings somehow, even if I don't know specifically how. Uh, and I compare input and output that way. And it's kind of shocking. You know, the, the payoff to a dollar of... Uh, political influence seeking works out to something like $20, 20x. So if you compare that to say the payoff to R&D, that's uh, very healthy, but nowhere close, maybe, you know, at, at most 2x. Uh, so, you know, you almost have to wonder, it's probably, maybe pejoratively, it's, it's, it's almost better to lobby than to do R&D. So, Professor, does your research lead you to a view about whether the Securities and Exchange Commission should prioritize rulemaking to require public company disclosure of political contributions? 
I think yes. You know, this is one of those rare disclosures where, uh, uh, you know, if you're a long-term investor, this is highly value-maximizing, right? And if I put this out in the public, I'm guessing the payoff to some of these things will go down or some of these things will simply go underground. So in a strict sense, if you're a shareholder in a company, it is not in your self-interest to push for these disclosures. But from a social policy standpoint, you know, I think you know, regardless of your political orientation, whether you're on the left or on, you're on the right, I think none of us wants crony capitalism. None of us wants uh, rent extraction by management from owners. So in that spirit, I think it's, it's probably good uh, public policy in my mind uh, to require some of these disclosures. Now, the worry with requiring these disclosures, as you know, Jeff, is that uh, some of this will go underground. You know, and that's that's a deep concern. And I don't know whether the cost of some of those things going underground is higher than the benefit of some of the transparency that might come out of the process. Uh, so, so that's something I frankly don't know the answer to. But at least from a policy standpoint, it seems like a good idea to push for making these disclosures uh, mandatory. Let me add one more thing. There's, there's another, there's one more study, which is, I think, slightly even more disturbing. So we looked at, uh, you know, about 1,700 cases of uh, aid given out by states to various companies in the U.S. And we were looking for something very simple. You know, what do you have to do in exchange for getting this money from the states? Uh, barely 15% of the cases we found were even required to tell us the number of jobs that they would create. Uh, on account of uh, the aid that they get from the states. And of those 15%, barely half uh, tell us whether they actually created these jobs. So that's another angle here. It's not just political contributions. It's also payoffs. You know, So both these things need to be highlighted, I believe, uh, because you know, I'm sure none of us wants to live in a society where these things happen. Because it's, to me, you know, this is almost like a, it's, it's, it's a cancer. It spreads, it spreads, and then it corrupts the whole system to a point where we lose faith in institutions. So, you know, despite the fact that it is not really value maximizing from a narrow perspective, from a shareholder's point of view, I think it's better social policy that there, you know, there be some more transparency on both the payoffs and the investments that companies make in uh, political um, rent-seeking. Professor, in connection with SEC Chairman Gary Gensler's confirmation hearing, he was asked by Senator Patrick Toomey of Pennsylvania whether a company's financially insignificant spending on political advocacy is material information that must be disclosed to investors. So based on your research, how, how would you respond to Senator Toomey's question? What I'd say... Uh, a, it's not just financial. There's a lot of non-financial influence seeking that also happens. So some qualitative dis disclosure around that would be helpful. B, if the payoff is 20x, that's super material. That's the most profitable investment anyone can make. And uh, again, regardless of uh, you know your, your political views, uh, I'm just going to go back to my earlier statement. Do we want to live in a society where rent extraction is rampant and where crony capitalism is rampant? You know, I mean, there are already examples of, of that in the world without naming these countries. Uh, so that that's my worry. I mean, it's 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 a long road. You're, you're probably going to get lots of opposition. 
but any incremental progress, just view it as a 20-year project, any incremental progress that the, the, the SEC chief and the others can make in pushing for this issue, I think, would be welcome. It's almost overdue, long overdue. That concludes our podcast episode. On behalf of the Council of Institutional Investors, I want to thank our special guest, Shiva Rajgopal, the Kester and Burns Professor at Columbia Business School at Columbia University. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please feel free to contact me at jeff, J-E-F-F, at C-I-I dot O-R-G. Until next time, I'm Jeff Mahoney. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Voice of Corporate Governance, brought to you by the Council of Institutional Investors. The Voice of Corporate Governance is a free, non-sponsored podcast that highlights critical developments in corporate governance and other important issues affecting institutional investors. The views expressed by those interviewed on the podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of CII or its members. For more information on CII and its policies on corporate governance, please visit our website at www.cii.org.